Welcome to the Basically Famous Podcast, where we're taking our notoriety to the mic and no topic is off limits. I'm your host, Wendy. And I'm your host, Spencer. Each week, we talk about life's bullshit, our hot takes, and make one of you basically famous too. Oh, I'm ready. Buckle up. She's always ready. That makes one of us. I was born ready. Remember telling people that? I was, I was born ready. What does that even mean? Ready for what? Ready to eat? Ready to go play? I think all Ready of to drink? Above. Ready oh. for life? Ready for the day? Yeah. Okay, well then, yeah, I was born ready. I'm always down to do something. I feel like you got a great night's sleep last night. Did you sleep better last night? Oh my gosh, I did. Y'all, I, I've, been, I've been in a conundrum, conundrum, contenzy, frenzy, whatever, over these sheets. we got some sheets that we're about to be talking about, and they are bomb.com. So you slept real good. I slept real good. Mm. I don't like no sweaty. Okay, this is not even part of the plan of the podcast, but let me just say this real quick. I don't like when I wash my sheets, and you know your husband will like get in there all dirty and sweaty. Absolutely. Don't do that on my fresh sheets. And Mike comes in from hunting. No. And I'm like, go take a, a shower. He's like, I'm clean. I, I sh- uh, showered before I went in the woods. I say, like, but you showered with dirt smelling lotion and like so- soap. No, I, that's the point of that. I don't want it to smell like go take a bath and get some Dove or Old Spice. Right. right. I get want- in here smelling like an old man. Yeah. I want you to smell like soap. Right. Come on, come on in smelling like get soap. Get out of my sheets. That's so rude. It's annoying. It really is annoying. I'm like, can you I would take never. a shower? I did. I'm like, but like not with um, earth flavored stuff. Go work at Whole Foods then. <laughs> Get out of my bed. Go you want to smell like patchouli. Take it somewhere else. No, why did I buy? CV has got me on the end cap. So they had this brand that um, Watkins or whatever that it looks like an Junior Watkins. You know that brand? Yes. J.R. Watkins. I think. Yeah. Oh, Junior. <laughs> oh, Junior. <laughs> whatever. I love oh, the, Roy. I like the um, I like the soap. But they had like an end cap at CVS and it was like clearance and it was love. It was the smell and it was pink. And so I bought some because it was dirt cheap. (laughs) Dirt. And it smelled good in the thing. It said rose. Y'all get it home. Tell me why it smelled like patchouli. It smelled like I work in a daggum weed shop with like earth. I don't even know. But I was like, uh, I can't get past the patchouli. Ever since I saw the word on the can of it, I was like, no, nope. Give me some granola Absolutely and some Mary not. Jane flats. You remember those that the art teacher used to wear? <laughs> Little Mary Jane flats? Oh, yes. Real flimsy? I get, yeah, I had to get a picture. I had to get a oh picture. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, scraping their feet. Pick your feet up. Stop across the floor. Um, I'm just loving your energy. I just need to, like, absorb it. I'm so a little bit a like rough. a zombie. It's okay. Yeah. So you're having a rough. I mean, Spencer rolled up in here in her cute little pickle sweatshirt, but she's in a sweatshirt. When have we ever seen? With no bra and my pajama shorts, by the way. I love I literally it. rolled out of bed. I'm having the worst period I've had in a very long time. I was yeah. told, told Wendy, she was like, what time do you want to record? I said, I don't. <laughs> but as uh, it is, never we're, we're bringing um, this episode to you very late as it is. So, you know, here I am. I rolled out of Powering bed. Powering through. I was literally bleeding out until 5.30 in the morning. I was wide awake in the bathroom. Just, just fucking terrible. You gotta get, terrible. We got to get you to the doctor. And I'm not talking Zogdot. We love Zogdot, but we're, we're, we need to go in. Stirrups, legs on the table, the old cranking thing. You got to go. This is just how she is. And it's not every time. I knew I was due for a bad one. It's been a while. It's been a few months yeah. since I had a bad one. Here so she, does your doctor, I, like when you go to the gyno yearly, you go yearly? No. You don't go yearly? I have not been in several years. Spencer. I know. I. Listen. What? My hypochondriac self can't. I have to pay out of pocket because I'm not even a lot. They don't want you to go over here. I'm like too bad. I got to. No, I got a lot of, um, a lot of stuff I have to go. I just, you know, I put stuff off and then before I know it, like so years much time has passed. Has passed. Well, I'm going to put it on our show Honestly, notes. Honestly, I really think COVID fucked me up so bad. COVID, like all this stuff happened that like once COVID happened, I just never went again or I never did it. And I'm like, like life oh, okay. just was blamed on COVID. Yeah. What's so 2023, I'm you know 2024. You need to go to the doctor. No, totally. I do. Mm-hmm. Spencer. I know. They're not going to be doing nothing. This is the same. This is, I, this is not new, this problem here. It's not new, but they can like get a pulse on it and like make sure that there's nothing else and they absolutely can help I'm probably dying I've just accepted the fact that I probably have like eight cancers and I'm just gonna kick the bucket 
Spencer. So I hope you all oh enjoy this. This podcast is going to blow up after my funeral. It's going to be like in memoriam. You know, artists always get like really famous and rich after they're dead. Okay, let me ask you a question <laughs> now that we're talking about this. Yeah. You know when someone dies, rest in peace, whomever. Rip. Um, Why do people follow those Instagram accounts? Like it's not going to be anything. Bitch, I literally was thinking the same thing not too long ago. I forget who it was that died. Not anybody famous. It was somebody that I knew like in my personal life. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I just happened to notice like how many people followed them on Instagram and it went up and I was like, it's mind boggling. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but do you think their corpse is going to be posting from the great beyond? Like, I've I never understood it either. It happened to <laughs> Nick. Um, what's the kid's name that was dating Savannah Chrisley that just died? It was his, her ex-fiance, Nick, the hockey player, the, the oh. retired hockey player. Oh, I don't know. I he had don't like know a motorcycle name. accident the other day. It was like 29. It was really sad actually. So I went to his profile and that's who it that's I didn't realize he was connected to her I did see ex, oh you I didn't did, see every headline say Savannah Chrisley's ex-fiance and his sister finally commented on E! News and was like can you please say Nick I don't remember his last name oh, no. sorry um he was a person the first I saw of it was something today and it was posted by uh NHL and made no mention of her whatsoever. Well, they better not because he just, played hockey. But I'm just but saying yeah. that's the only thing that I've seen of it. Oh, was yeah. just that. And every, it was literally like two hours ago. Oh, every news outlet. Um, I guess it was what, Sunday or Monday? Every single news outlet said that. L- literally everyone. And finally, I saw someone screenshot and they were like, um, hello. He was so a dumb. person and they weren't even together. And then, of course. Right. Like, let's not tie oh, tie his name to hers to sensationalize his death. Right. Well, okay. So I noticed that his following, I was like, what? I'm not trying to be mean, but this happens every time a celebrity time, dies. People follow. And I'm like, I'm not, maybe it's like a, you, it makes you feel, I don't know. I don't understand it. I am, I get it like a little more from a celebrity standpoint. I mean, I still don't, but a little bit more Why? from a celebrity standpoint than like a, private person because people are going to like most likely like the page is going to turn into like an in memoriam page it literally and doesn't people, but it, they do sometimes who i don't know i don't follow dead people <laughs> they do not because I, let me look somebody up right now that has died who has died as a celebrity there are pages that turn into in memoriam pages it can but usually it doesn't it's just a dead page oh, correct oh, usually no. it doesn't <laughs> wait what I said it's a dead page, and I said, "Oh no!" Oh. Somebody's gonna be like, "That's insensitive." No I know. pun intended. I, well, I'm just—I was just genuinely curious because it just doesn't make sense. But I love that we were both thinking about it. I'm like, <laughs> you know what is really weird though? So when this happened to Nick Kerdiles or however you say it, he still had his existing stories up from after it broke. Oh, and the weird. one on the bike. So it was a motorcycle accident at like a four way, from what I understand, and his. So he had a gym working out one that day. And then at night, it said Night Rider. And it was a picture of him on his bike that he had posted. <gasps> and when I had heard about it, it was like 21 Ooh, hours. That gives me goosebumps. Right? So 21 hours later is when I like happened to see it. And I was like, how dis- like how hard would that be as a parent or a friend or someone to see that? And you're like, oh my oh, God, yeah. you literally did not know that in a couple hours. that like That's really sad. Mm-hmm. That gives me goosebumps too. I'm like, oh. Well, the moral of this story is perhaps you should people, perhaps you should spread the word of this podcast so that we can blow up while I'm still alive oh my God, to enjoy lit- it. Stop it. You're, don't even put that. <laughs> don't even put that bad juju out there. Okay. But while we're talking about Instagram and, and crazy Britney Spears, what is happening? I so I don't follow her anymore, y'all, because her life I is unfollowed her so also. chaotic yeah. that it literally watching her was like anxiety ridden like it made me feel very anxious right and it was just chaotic all the time so then my friend Jamie always messages me um crazy stuff that goes on on her page and she always Jamie's one step ahead because she knows Britney Spears is going to dirty delete when she like has whatever her her moment and Jamie always has like a screenshot because I'll go to look at it hours later I'm like girl it's gone and she's like well I got you covered yeah so the other day Jamie sent me the one with Britney Spears dancing with knives like literally clinking them and dancing with them and was like don't worry playing in the kitchen with knives and then the next day was like they weren't real they literally are like what are you doing I hope she's trolling us I don't think I so. thought she might be so a client and I were talking about it yesterday and I went down a rabbit hole on her page because like I said I don't ever really see it unless someone sends me something and I thought for a hot little split second, I was like, Brittany is obviously trolling us because she wrote a book, right? Like this book is that's going to come out, which I'm questioning everything because who wrote this book? 
Britney Spears couldn't have written a book in this state of where she's at no. on Instagram. And so I'm like, I did think that for a minute that she was just like messing around and trying to make it like, or maybe someone had access to it and was trying to make her look crazy or like having them. No, like she's not well, no. like at all. Yeah. And I'm with you hundred percent. I do not believe that she wrote this book without a ghostwriter. Like she had a ghostwriter. There's zero percent chance that she wrote anything in this book, unless it's like gibberish, like her, or like her, um, <laughs> unless it's like her posts that are like fourteen different words and none of them make sense. And imagine, just <laughs> wait, no, imagine though being like her editor if and getting like her pages, yeah, sans ghostwriter <laughs> and being like, what the fuck is this? Like, like trying hey, to make sense. Hey, Brittany, did you mean to put um Rose um Kitty Cat Thornberry? And she's like, yeah, it literally makes sense. No, nothing makes sense that you post. She's always like doing weird stuff. And it's like, what are you doing? And it's really sad because nobody's there to help her. Like nobody. Well, no. And like, okay, the whole Sam thing. Oh, I went on his little rabbit too. He's a plant. Like he, he totally, right? totally. We got to figure he came in. I think we were all rooting for him. He was a good actor, right? He, yeah. he had us duped. Yeah. He came in. And the, we were all horse, like, the white horse yeah. Oh, thank day. God. Brittany has a new man. He's yeah. handsome. He can, he can withstand the trials and tribulations of this, um, lifestyle, uh, life turmoil that she's feeling <sighs> conservatorship, conservatorship, thank breakdown, you. all these things. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but in order for him to even get that close, in order for him to even her dad meet her. He had to be approved by the conservatorship and by set her up. Dad. Yeah, so he's the one that vetted him. He he's the one. He's yeah. that one. And that's what I told my client yesterday. I said, "Me being Britney Spears, which who knows what her mind is even like? Like she might not even be in the sound mind to register and recognize like this is weird. Yeah. But like if your dad's like, sorry, you have to have cameras everywhere. You can't be alone with anyone. Oh, but you know what? Your backup dancer Sam, the guy that I hired, y'all can date." Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all can date. I'd be like, uh, red flag. Don't even like him. Never yeah. mind. But he scrubbed. So I went down his rabbit hole. He scrubbed his whole social media of her. Her people ride so hard. So I like scrolled back and people were like, you're a user. Stop exploiting her. <laughs> and like the random onesie twosie posts that he left up of her from like years ago. And it's not even just like her. It's like her duet with Elton John. They're like, take this one down too, Sam. You are exploiting, exploiting her. You used her. And it's oh. like, Maggie, your ear hit the microphone. Um, but people are like riding Crazy. hard for her. But I mean, he did. And he is, my man is thirsty, thirsty. His little sweaty gym short pictures with his little abs. You, you see right through it. And I'm like, Sam, who were you fooling? You weren't fooling me. You might've yeah. fooled Brittany, but Brittany was not in her right mind. But Brittany's like mentally in incapable. Grade. Like right. she's not, she's not. Okay. And is she living in the old house and her decorations stress me out? I spend more time looking at the background of what's on these tables <laughs> and her background. I'm like in her extensions, who's doing these extensions. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm mad about it. There's still so much weird shit that's going on there. You can't tell me that she might not be legally under a conservatorship. Somebody's running something. Correct. They're drugging her. Right, she think, yeah, she's still out of her fucking mind. This, she's still weird. She's worse. This is not Britney, right? No, this it's is, worse. Yeah, and then people are like, well, Britney shouldn't have been um, released from the. No, she didn't need a conservatorship the way that it was. But not, my God, right. let this girl breathe and stop drugging her. Or whatever she you're might doing. need a conservatorship, but she didn't need one not by the wrong people. She didn't need one right structured the way that one was structured and with the people in charge. That not a dirty old Jamie Jamie Spears. Hell no. <laughs> Stay on track with Magic Spoon, a cereal that tastes like your childhood faves, but with more protein and less sugar. So the other day, I did not feel like cooking, and Mike wasn't home, and I asked Fisher, I was like, what do you want to eat? And I had just gotten my Magic Spoon box. Mm -hmm. A boy after, like, childhood own hearts, he had the chocolate ones, and he was so excited because I, like, poured his almond milk in, and I was like, your milk is going to turn chocolate because of the cereal. And he's like, what? I'm like... When you put your cereal in yeah. and you pour the milk, and he's like, it's going to be chocolate. I'm like, Aww. yes. So he was so excited. He ate it. And I was like, that's pr Papa was on the phone with him, like FaceTime it. And he was like, what are you eating? And Fisher was like, protein cereal. 
protein syrup. Yeah, hey, cereal for dinner, sometimes it just slaps. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, my mom always wants, like, cereal for dinner. And I told you, I was trying to be a little bit more, like, cognizant of, like, what I'm feeding him because, you know, my kid's a wild man. But we got the variety pack, and it's the four flavors of cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. I'm a peanut butter girly, but I did. I do like the chocolate. I like to mix them. Mm-hmm. Um, the pack has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and four to five net grams of carbs. Only 140 uh, calories a serving, and it's high in protein, like I was saying. Has zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. So... Again, like I'm trying to, Fisher's a good eater in general, which I'm very proud of, but I'm trying to like be better about like all the dyes and stuff. I keep going down these rabbit yeah. holes, y'all. I'm, I'm soon going to be eating air and barely drinking water. Yeah, you got to be careful how poison. far down the rabbit hole you go. Oh God. No, really. Seriously. It, it really is. But these cereals are so good and they don't taste nasty because I will sacrifice. For, I'm not going to lie. I will sacrifice, but I don't want to sacrifice certain stuff. And my kid will not sacrifice. He would have been like, a, no. I'm a texture person. And like oh, sometimes yeah. when you get into the, the healthier options, especially for sweets that like has a weird af- like film in your mouth, mm-hmm. these are so good. And like a powdery. It's that. almost like it's like, like you can feel it on your, I can always feel yeah. a quote healthier snack on my tongue usually Mm -hmm. but these are good I also like to mix flavors I'm a big fan of mixing the uh frosted with the peanut butter Mm. it's almost like a donut or ice cream or something real good I'm gonna make some rice krispie treats for the next time you're over here and then we'll do a taste test on here yeah that just sounds so good it does are you having a cramp yeah I need some frosted you need some I do frosty I do Go to magicspoon.com slash famous to grab a variety pack of your own and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code famous at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, as are we. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash famous and use the code famous to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. All right. So let's uh, jump into our spotlight moment, and then we can just, you know, chit-chat. We just have some stuff to catch up on today. So so this submission, all right, I was invited to my brother's wedding. Our relationship is okay. We don't talk much because we live in different parts of the world. The wedding was two weeks ago and I flew in a week beforehand. I was not in the bridal party or anything like that. I also don't really have a relationship with his wife, so there should be no bad blood between anyone. The dress code was, quote, fancy. It didn't say much more. Also, who uses the term fancy? Dress code fancy. (laughs) Fancy. Here's your one last chance. I would wear a red dress. Yeah, well... And I would tape a roach to my shoe. Somebody coming out of their double wide saying, we're having a wedding in the backyard. Dress fancy. Get your blue jeans on and get your collared shirt because, baby, this is a fancy wedding where we're here to party. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, remind me to tell you about another wedding that we went to that that just made me think of. Okay. First wedding Robbie ever went to. Very funny. Okay. The dress code was, quote, fancy. It didn't say much more. The only thing it said was no indigo blue dresses or white dresses, as well as no velvet. This is so specific. The indigo blue for me. Hold on. What? No indigo blue dresses, no white dresses, as well as no velvet red suits, as those were the colors of the wedding party. Who the fuck is buying a velvet red suit to be? Reba, I'm telling you, I guarantee you. Oh my God. I hate dresses. I have not worn one since I was 13. For fancy. For fancy wear, I only wear suits, pantsuits, one piece, etc. For my own wedding, I wore a very nice white pantsuit. For this occasion, I chose a normal black suit, vest, and suit jacket. White blouse, black heels, slick hair, some toned down makeup. No tie, but a nice necklace. I looked good, but in no way bridal or upstagey. And to be honest, most men had the same outfit on, sans heels, which is why it never crossed my mind that I was doing something wrong. Till after the food, everything was going well. I had noticed the bridal party bumping into me somewhat often, but shit hit the fan when I took off my vest because I had spilled something on it. 
Then the bride's family and friends started to be more hostile with me, culminating in the bridesmaid dumping red wine all over me. I was mad, but I pretended like it was a genuine mistake and didn't say anything. Since then, my brother has called me three times, once to tell me that I really fucked up his wedding, the second to demand that I apologize, and the third, which was like four minutes later, not even leaving me time to write his wife, telling me I am dead to him until I make this up to him. My husband and mother are bewildered by this. My father said I had should have had more foresight, seeing as I am a woman and wearing white to a wedding because she wore a white shirt. She says, am I the asshole for wearing a white shirt? No, absolutely not. No way. Are you kidding me? A white shirt? Psychotic. No, that's too much. Just Mm -mm. because you have a vagina, you can't wear a single piece of white clothing when there are, it's a room full of men also wearing white dress shirts under their suits. Mm, That's too much. That's fucking weird. And sounds like your brother also has a screw loose. I'd be like, probably well, a good thing you live far away. Listen, it was between this or my red velvet suit, sister. What did you want? <laughs> what did you want? You said no rel- red velvet suits. That's what I had. I thought I was making the right change by wearing black. And fancy. I mean, uh, are we not doing a little black and white? You know what I mean? That's fancy. Look at the tuxedo cupcake, black and white. That's fancy. Yeah. She is too much. Too, too much for me. Too much. I mean, that's like kind of crazy especially since it's a suit like you know that head to toe she was predominantly wearing dark colors okay so she spilled something on her vest and took it off so she exposed her white shirt like it's a shirt nobody's mistaking you with the bride and also i would bet my life that some other woman there had some white top on of some sort or a you know what i'm saying or like some predominantly like what but also, like, what is wrong with the family dynamic here that the brother's using words like, you're dead to me. And the wedding is fancy. Uh, Say uh, less. I mean, hello. I, you should have known that. You can picture this right now. So literally, when I hear fancy wedding, I think of this. It was the very first wedding I ever took Robbie to, and it was in Michigan. And like, we were still, like, young. The couple was young. They didn't have a bunch of money to be spending on a big fancy wedding, right? Yeah. So, like, the the expectations were that it wasn't going to be great. Okay. So, we get there. We're in the church. Robbie is, as he should be, in a, in a full suit, tie, okay? There are people in pajamas in the church. What? There are people in sweatpants. There was a guy in front of us. I shit you not. It was, like, something out of, like, a comic strip. He had a cowboy hat on, blue jeans, and boots and he had his boots up on the top of the pew in front of him and he had a fucking piece of straw in his mouth when I tell you I couldn't have drawn this it was literally like out of a cartoon Robbie was looking at me and he's like I'm more dressed up than the groomsmen right does the bride have a wedding album that we can look at look at and just look at listen I I don't know if she listens to this. I was in the, uh, hopefully not. Girl, your wedding was beautiful. Listen, it sounds beautiful. She was lovely. The rest of her guests, completely disrespectful. Um, I was supposed to be in the wedding and then I got booted. It was like a whole thing. Yeah. Anyways. Then she's probably not listening to this. (laughs) Right? Probably not. Um, but anyways, so Robbie was like, he was like, is this normal? I'm like, this is not fucking normal. Like this is not normal. I guess this is what happens when you fucking have your wedding in, you know, a hick town. Because it was. It was a little out in the boonies. Anyways. I know. I've been in weddings out in the boonies, and we don't dress like that. We don't wear our pajamas. Like, are you kidding me? Little jammy jams? Oh, I'm not saying it was no. strictly because it was in the boons. I'm just saying. <laughs> I cannot with the cowboy. Um, so anyway, so then I'm like, okay, I know the they had their wedding at a country club. It's a nice country club. I'm like, okay, well, at least the reception should be lovely, right? right? So the reception was held in an outdoor pavilion. Um, It was cold. It was like November in Michigan. Mm. So uh, anyways, we went. We're we're walking around. We were like one of the first ones to get there. Uh, The appetizers, the hors d'oeuvres for cocktail hour. It was a bowl of Chex Mix on a table. With a stack of Dixie cups. Not the bar the mix. Che- <laughs> the Chex mix was in like a punch bowl. So you had the, the punch okay. ladle. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, ladle. Well, the- you wouldn't do it with your hands. I mean, oh my God. Obviously, what are you, or just, pigs? Or worse, just take the, you know, Dixie cup and just Hoodlums. scoop it. 
scoop it in the bowl. I just love the sanitary aspect of the, the ladle. The cup, it's, you touch it with your hands. I mean, that is very sanitary. It was so thoughtful. Good for them. Um, and then it was some uh, soda pops and some keg beer um, at a cash bar in the corner. Um, literally. Did like, you get to buy the solo cup and just get a refill? Not, like even, a party not even the soda was free. Okay. Nothing. Cash bar for everything. I said, okay. And by the way, they closed said bar during the meal because it was the same staff that had to run the plates. Okay. So that was it. That was it for um, cocktail hour. And then they had everybody take their seats. Um, The salad was on a little plastic like from the grocery store plate with like some bagged lettuce mix like literally like Mm. five leaves Mm -hmm. a little crinkle carrot um maybe a radish here and there yeah some like ranch dressing Mm. um which I love ranch dressing don't get me wrong but Mm -hmm. not at a wedding Mm -mm. I'm not I'm not here for ranch at a wedding and uh so then it was buffet style listen no hate no shade everybody do your thing i'm not a buffet wedding kind of gal but i don't hate it either um and it was very eclectic it made no sense there was um like a tray of canned ham like you could see the ridges from the can sliced in a in a tray that's for serving purposes they didn't Mm want to over serve Mm -hmm. so like there was a tray of green beans, which were so cooked, they were shriveled up to little nothings. Um, same with a tray of potatoes. And then there was a tray of chicken parm, except there was no pasta to accompany the chicken parm. Like, that was it. Did, was it self-serve or did someone serve you? No, it was self-serve. Oh, that's very trustworthy of your guest. Correct. Like, we're wearing pajamas and you're going to be trusted not to overdo it for the guest here? Oh, Correct. Okay. Self, self-serve. Um, just table set up right in the middle um, with metal like tin trays, like you're at a barbecue. I was like, what's happening? What is happening? Although I will say, <laughs> what's happening? I, I do feel a little offended because um, my wedding was a buffet. Listen, but, um, I said, and we had ranch on our <laughs> Did I didn't really. I did not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There was, but they were like in the silver um, ladles where you could like pour like balsamic or ranch. Yes, we had that, but we really okay, did have a buffet. That's a, but that's a little different. And listen, tons of people have buffets. I'm not yeah. shitting on buffets as a oh, whole. Yes, of a buffet. I do not feel offended at all. I just feel attacked. No, no. I'm not offended. My own wedding was a buffet <laughs> wedding because oh. it was just the way it was going to work. Had yeah. I had my wedding in an actual venue and not like in a private home, I would have oh, probably done it a little bit different. Okay, I got you. That's me. That's me. I'm a wedding snob. But you know what? We what did have, we, we actually paid for people like to serve the food. They're like, you couldn't go up there and do it. We had to do it. Like they had servers that yes. did it. But yeah, man, I, yeah. I sure did. We did the old buffet. Um, anyways, so we, we took um, the chicken parm and that was literally the only thing we put on our plates. Stop. And then we sat down and we cut into the chicken parm and it was raw. The chicken was raw. And I said, okay. Who I was said, this girl to you? Like we a, were very close oh, friends for so a while. like childhood friends or something? No, we oh. met in college. Okay, so college friends. All right. Yes, college friends. Um, and like we were very close for a period of time there. I was bridesmaid. I it was Then I moved to New York. It was like right after I moved. And I don't know. She never told me that I was getting the boot. But just one day I saw a photo. Wait, she asked you to be in the wedding and then like. Oh, I was in the back. Oh, I was in the wedding. I was a bridesmaid like oh. had picked out the dresses and everything. And oh, then, God. and then I moved and then like, I, she's like, bye, we broke up. I guess so. I uh, saw a photo and she was like me and all my bridesmaids. And I was like, well, I'm not in the photo. So I guess I'm not a bridesmaid anymore. And, then, and sure enough. And you know what? She had a couple bridesmaids there that were literally like intentionally bumping into me. And like one girl, multiple times, she was very drunk. Youngest girl out of the party. I don't know how she knew her like I didn't know her so whatever but yeah she oh no she physically checked me multiple times and the last time she was like I don't even know why you're here oh and I said me either I I, that's literally what I said back to her and I said and I turned to Robin and I said we have to go and we have to go right now because I'm going to get into a physical fight at a wedding, and I just can't do it. That would have been the entertainment. Like, yeah, let's go, girl. I mean, I should um, have. So and do you I, still talk to this girl? N- no. I mean, we're, f- like, Facebook friends, but we, we don't, like, no, we don't really talk like that anymore. But went home, got to spend the night with my dad, have pizza. It was fine. I, I was, was like, wow. Do you not have to worry about, like, We walked raw? in. My dad was like, 
wow, you guys are home early. I was like, let me tell you a story. <laughs> let me tell you about this whole damn, I mean, the wedding that I just went to. Let me tell you about this, daddy-o. Yeah. That is terrible. Pretty much anytime I buy Chex Mix, Robbie's like, should I get the Dixie Cups out? <laughs> yeah, baby. Um, yeah. Were they like full-size Dixie Cups or were they no, little bitty they were the ones? little ones. Like what you keep oh, in the bathroom to no. like rinse your mouth out. I'm like, okay, I can have like four pieces of Chex in there. And don't get a bagel chip because that's going to block everything from the bottom of the cup. You're I, done. Yeah. I wouldn't Mm-mm. take a bagel chip anyways. I'm a, I'm a ride chip gal. Well, whatever. Any of them chips, I can deal without them. I'm a Chex girl. I like the little breadstick. I like the no. pretzels. Fuck mm. the breadstick. Fuck the pretzels. Mm-hmm. Honestly, give me just the rye chips and the, the Chex and I'm I'm happy. I made some buffalo um, checks mix the other night. Mm. <sighs> Real good. Also, it was $38 to make. 38 with the ingredients. Yeah. Won't probably participate in that again. Um, I was like, okay. So I like added it on my cart and I was like, oh. Every fall and winter, I make like my checks mix. Mm-hmm. It's my, my batch. I make like three of them. And yeah, and it costs like so much money to make. How long does it keep? Like I made it last week. Is it still good if it's, a, it's in an airtight container? Yeah. How long do we get with that? There's no, exp- like who do I ask for expiration date? I'd say a couple weeks. Okay. Yeah. Or if it's stale or something, but. Mine so never lasts long enough for me to really test that theory. Okay. But I'd say the most, the longest that I've had batches that I've made is like a week. And I think and it was definitely fine, it was and fine. it was not stale. So I would say you got you buy yourself another week before it starts getting really stale. Before it starts getting a little dicey, yeah. where I might get you know a little, a little tummy issue or yeah, something. Yeah, a, a little sketch. I don't want that. I don't want that. No. Um, wow. Tough. Okay. So can we please talk about the um, Taylor Swift of it all? Oh, can we? Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, yeah. Okay. First of all, I went down during my. A session last night uh, of insomnia. I went down an invisible string rabbit hole. Okay. Have you ever heard her song Invisible String? No. I don't think so. Okay. Would I have? Like, was it on an album that I would have? Yes, you should. Hold on. We're going to pause this because I need you to hear the song before we finish this conversation. Okay. So this is your opportunity if you're listening. To go pee. Pause this. No, we need them to listen to it if they haven't listened. Oh, we're playing it on here? No. I need them to just. Oh, they're going to listen. We're, while we're pausing listening. it. Yeah, yeah, so go. they're going to pause the episode as they're listening. That's All right. It. Got okay, you. Hang on. Okay. Yes. I am familiar with that song. Are you about to tell me that Taylor's deflecting from Sophie, like from the drama for her friend? Oh, no. Okay. Because I've heard that whole like thing where okay. she's like supposedly maybe deflecting so she can take it. But I thought that's what you were going to tell me. But no. tell me. I heard that too. But that's so okay. one that would be a very dumb plan. And no, I don't think. Taylor, no. This song obviously was like originally written about Joe. That's mm-hmm. who she, Joe Alwyn or whatever. But people have been dissecting and going back. And of course, you know, Swifties move fast. Fast. So swift. They move swift. They move swiftly. Yeah. Yes. Um, so there, but there's a bunch of stuff that people are like losing their shit about. So uh-huh. one in, um, 2013 that's when Travis signed with the Chiefs okay and there was I think that was I think that was one of like her first stadium tours maybe a fan like at a meet and greet gave her a Travis Kelsey jersey oh okay so look random we have screenshots of this happening yes there's a photo okay, okay. Yep. yeah so I'm there's just asking a, yeah so there's a photo of her standing with the fan okay. holding the Kelsey jersey. Okay. And then a few years later, she got another jersey um, that said, had the number 87 on it. And um, there's a lyric in one of her songs saying, I'll be 89, you'll be 87. Okay. So his number's mm-hmm. 80. His number's 87. He was born in 89. Uh-huh. Same year as her. 13's her lucky number. 87, his jersey number plus 13 equals 100. Okay. So people are like, okay. So there's that. Um, there's another lyric in her song talking about like pointing me straight in the direction like where she needs to go like an arrowhead. Oh, stop. He yeah. plays at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh-huh. Um, there was, oh God, there was a whole bunch of stuff. His, oh my gosh, I wish I could remember. There was like a lot though. Yeah. And it was like, oh, he does his, her, his like archer thing is his like go-to oh, yeah. move. Uh-huh. Okay. So that is also like one of her go-tos like oh. for when she sings the song, they assume the same position, the archer. So people were like, oh my gosh. Blah, wow. Blah, blah. He had 
the maroon the maroon Chevelle, mm-hmm. like, was the getaway car. Right, right, right. Obviously, that's just, like, cutesy. Yeah. Also, like, his outfit was 1989, whatever, and the same colors, like, blue and white as 1989, like, inspired album art. Mm. Again, okay. I think that's that stuff was intentional. Yeah. But there was a whole boatload of stuff looking back, and I was like, oh, God, like, that just Pretty gives crazy. me, like, goosey. Because I feel like in a lot of cases – you know, when you're looking for something, you'll find it, you know, totally. and I do believe that. Okay. But also, and this is just me where I'm at right now with this. It's not that serious. I don't think, I don't think it's like this. I, people are really riding hard for this. And I don't now. I don't think it's a PR stunt. Like people are like, Oh, it's for PR. Who's who's PR. Yeah. Because literally they don't need each other. Like he's on the, he's living his high life. She's obviously living hers. Correct. Neither need each other for PR. Although I did do the thing on Mike the other day about putting, um, I said, oh my God, Taylor Swift, you know, put Travis on the map. He's like, what? He was so serious. I'll have to like play it. But, um, but they don't need each other. I don't think it's a PR thing. I think they're having fun and he's hot and people are like, well, they're nothing like each other's exes. Well, duh. That's probably exactly the point. Well, and she's also not still with any of her exes. So yeah, no. I and think- that's probably exactly why they're doing this. Like, I don't think it's. I don't think it's that serious on any level. I don't think it's a PR serious thing. I don't think it's a long-term relationship. I think it's fun. I think it started, my theory is that it started before he made the references to the friendship bracelet on his podcast. Did you know about that? The Kristen one? No. No, no. On his podcast? Yes. With his his brother. brother? Okay, so back in July, I think that's when she, I think the end of July was, no. Maybe it was earlier. I can't remember when she did Arrowhead on her tour, but the ep- his episode came out like end of July. His height, at the, it's called New Heights. Okay. It's his podcast with his brother, yeah. which is actually like a fantastic podcast, even for women. Um, but so he talked about how he went to the, he went to the show and he made a bunch of friendship bracelets and oh. he was trading them with people at the show. And he, but he had one that he was saving for Taylor that he was hoping to give to her, mm-hmm. um, that had his number on it. And his brother, Jason goes like your number 87. And he was like, you know, which number like yeah. really coy. Yeah, yeah. And he said, but he was like, she blew me off. Like she doesn't talk to anybody before or after her shows. Yeah. Or at least she didn't want to talk to me. He was like, so I'm a little disappointed. I'm a little hurt. Whatever. Yeah. And um, so Jason was like, so you didn't get to give her the bracelet. He's like, no. But he was like, but you know, never say never type of thing. Mm-hmm. But I think, <clears throat> I think that was the soft launch. I think Maybe, yeah. that was the soft launch. They were planting the seeds. I think he had talked to her before in some capacity. Maybe they hadn't actually hung out in person. Mm-hmm. But, but they were in touch to some... I think they were in touch to some point. He mm-hmm. was soft launching it. And because you are not going to sit here and tell me that the Taylor Swift sitting in that suite next to Mama Kelsey... That ain't a new thing. Joking. They were real comfortable. And yeah, rubbing elbow. They were having themselves a good time. And it was like, intense. Like a future daughter-in-law does with her mother-in-law. I'm not saying it's escalating to that level. I'm just yeah. saying they have met. They have spent oh, for time sure. together. Yeah. It's not a new thing. That's for sure. It's not... This didn't just no. happen. Also, Taylor's never been one to just have a fling out in the open like that. Like, to that level. She's so private. That's she has historically yeah. been immensely she private you don't know stuff about her she don't want you to know about her i Correct. mean homegirls had relationships for years and you never knew about it i mean she lives her life right so out of the public eye on purpose intentionally so for me to think that for her to for this to have just been so just out there she was very very open and like casual and cool and calm about it and like you said watching the video of her and she's like let's fucking go oh having the time like, of her life she's definitely like genuinely yeah and she's into the game like that's not a first time that you're watching something and you're like oh cool oh was that play girl you know you know she knows and it ain't from Torrin stadium sister. correct you've been watching and like her hometown team which she has in like lyrics in songs talking about her eagles shirts like his brother plays for the eagles it's just like there's all this thing these things like piecing it together but no so people think this she is was, like a long like this has been going on for a long time like not what? a long time but like it's not this is not the like the first time that they're hanging out in person or so like maybe they're, they're like rekindling it no like they're like they are dating but it's not like people but i'm seeing all the easter eggs on like old songs 
that she's had. No, I, those are the invisible string moments. Oh, you're saying it just happened. It wasn't like they did it. They're no. just connected and they don't even mean to be connected. Right. That's, got it, got that's it, got it. the invisible string theory is that like okay. there are things that tie you to other people that you don't really know until hindsight when you're looking mm-hmm. at it and you're like, oh shit, like what, what are the chances that she what would are... include the term arrowhead right, right, right. in okay, a lyric, that makes more sense. you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. like he plays that arrowhead, like it's just mm-hmm. stuff like that. That is wild. I mean, that is not just a coincidence, right? Like that could be divine intervention. I mean, that could be kismet. That could be, right. yeah. But like somebody would give her a Kelsey jersey the year he signs. Right. Like he's nobody so at that point. Yeah. Like, okay. Never in her wildest dreams did she think that. <laughs> Too shy. I mean, were those cruel intentions or what? <laughs> The, the puns from the NFL uh, no, they are announcers so are great. But so wow. I think, yeah, I think that they are a lot more compatible than people are giving them credit for. Oh, for sure. For sure. One, you can tell he just has, even on his podcast, like following. So obviously they just recorded an episode and put it out. And Jason was like, okay, like we got to talk about the elephant yeah. in the room, whatever. And um, he's so like discreet and this is a man who is a walking thirst trap Mm -hmm. like he loves the spotlight I think a lot of people thought he just kept name dropping Taylor and eating it up because Mm -hmm. he was getting attention for it right so for this like thirsty man who's had his own reality show for dating like for him to be so reserved and like shy about how he speaks about her Mm -hmm. in public now like I think that says that it's probably real, and he's probably trying to be yeah. respectful. Oh, he cares for sure. He doesn't want to make her mad. I mean, hello, happy wife, happy life, and that goes for boyfriend and girlfriends. But do you think she has, like, an NDA or anything? Like, I'm sure you can't even scrub her toilet without an NDA. I really believe that, and I think that was part part of, because I talked to a client about this, because of what you're saying, like, him yeah. just being kind of coy, and, like, I think it is a respect thing. I absolutely think. I don't think he's an asshole. I mean, I don't know. I don't know the guy, but I do believe that they are more compatible than what people just because someone doesn't look like your ex or actually that doesn't mean you don't have things in common with someone else and there's also a reason why your ex has never worked out long term maybe they weren't as compatible as they are together he's super the kelsey family is like revered for how family oriented they are like they love remember last year and like the the mom's the Super jacket. Bowl. Oh my yeah. God, it was so precious. That's what people but, love them for their love of family. Yeah. That is something that he is definitely like he personifies. Oh, yeah. That is something that she values. But that's what I was gonna say. I think she's got if I had to guess, I'd say she probably has it real buttoned up. Oh, you don't I'm sure. hear very much about her, even from an ex perspective. You don't really hear anything. No, granted, I think a lot of her exes kind of have that type of like character. Some of them, not obviously John Mayer and his big ass mouth, but he can never, he can never compete never. on this category on this level. Cause Travis Kelsey is real cute. Never look at everybody that she has been with the artist type. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, Oh, this is a grown ass man. This is a grown man. And she's man. climbing him like a tree mm-hmm. and she, listen, don't leave me in a room. I'm alone not with saying, him. I'm not saying that they're going to get married, but I bet you she ain't going back to the artist side. No, she getting that good. Good. Once you get a little manly man, I don't think you're going to go back. She getting that I don't good, think you're good. able to go back. But here's the thing. I hope that they are endgame. I think that there is a very strong chance, even though it's still so early. Mm -hmm. I think she's ready for it. He's ready for it. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest difference between him, besides the obvious shit, and like her last few like serious relationships, Mm -hmm. is he totally respects and acknowledges her level of fame. Yeah. And... I think that's what she needs. Uh, Joe. Alwyn. He he was spo- like outspoken in interviews would talk about how annoyed he was almost by her fame. And well, like, isn't that why they broke up? He said he didn't want to deal with her level of fame anymore. He wanted he, privacy. Yeah. It's Taylor Swift. It's like Taylor you Swift, knew that. The strongest brand arguably in like the world. But like. What? Get out of here. She even. Have you heard her song Peace? Okay. Probably not. I'm like literally not a Swifty. Okay, well, I'm going to convert you. So her song, like her music, but her mean, song "Peace" is okay. all about how like I can give you all of me, I can give you the world, mm-hmm. but I will not be able to bring you peace. Like your life will always be chaos oh, yeah. because I'm chaos. Anyways, it's a great song. Sadly, yeah. But I just think that like this person 
who's famous and wealthy in his own right mm-hmm. and has a career that he's passionate about and loves and whatever and is successful. Right. Not looking for success. He's like not Joe Alwyn, who the fuck are you? No, he's not trying to have a big break. No. He's got his big break. He's got it. Yeah. He's argue. I mean, like people talk openly about how he's one of the most underpaid players in the NFL because he refuses to leave. He's like, I'm happy with my team. And that means more to me than going and signing a contract somewhere else. So Mm -hmm. he's making 14 million a year instead of 120 or some shit, which he probably could make if he went better for taxes anyways. Like who wants to pay all that? Right. Not it. But like that speaks a lot to who he is like at his core too. Right. He genuinely loves it. Taylor gives back same thing because she genuinely loves it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like in that sense, this is probably the most compatible partner that she's had. And I yeah. think he he's not blind to it. He's not dumb. But we're talking about a woman who drives around exclusively in bulletproof Suburbans. And she felt comfortable enough with this man to get in a convertible Chevelle. I know. I was super And shocked. haul off without tons of security. Nobody yep. else in the vehicle. Top down. Exposed. Yep. I was that says a lot. And then they go out to a place in public, a restaurant, and they are there till early morning hours, early morning hours Mm -hmm. with friends. And there's literally like one photo that has surfaced of her in that place. Like, I just think that's crazy. I think that means that the people that he surrounds himself are so respectful of him. And so therefore they're respectful of her. Yeah. Uh, Like, I just think. No, I there's think a lot it's of a great, promise. There's yeah, a lot of promise. There is. Here. There is. I mean, absolutely. And I mean, you're really selling it. You're making me, you know, but I, I I'm personally, standing hard. It gives, I've had butterflies for yeah. a week as yeah. if it's me in a new relationship. <laughs> as if it's you and Travis Kelsey or you and Taylor Swift, either one. <laughs> either one. I would take either. Um, I, yes. And I do, I think that too, even along the lines of just them in general. And I think there is something to be said about dating somebody that isn't your norm. And a lot of times people marry those t- types of people in, in real life. Like mm-hmm. for us, like, Oh, the first guy I dated that was like nothing like my exes. You hear that all the time. Robbie is that is not literally crazy. nothing like anybody I dated before. Right. Him. Mike is Polar literally opposites. everything. <laughs> He's I have a everything all the same. Um, but it's like you, that's not crazy to me, but I also think, and maybe it'll change. I don't know. I I really don't think it's like that serious yet. Maybe it will be. I don't know. I agree. I don't, I don't think, think it's think that it, serious. People yet. are really digging in at like every angle. And I'm like, y'all, nobody needs PR. Nobody's like, it, it ain't even like that. Like, stop. She, they're having fun. And I think like you said, they're very compatible and it's a good time. And they obviously have a lot of respect for each other. There's a lot of things that are aligning in their lives. Mm-hmm. And I think that is very, that is very telling for them in a dating capacity to like grow with each other. And, and maybe even it would turn into something bigger. Right. But right now, I'm like, I don't think no, it's like a, I don't think it's anything serious now, but I think it has potential. Yeah. Oh, it has potential. It does. It has potential. And I'm rooting but for, I'm rooting for them to be end game. I, I want, think everybody wants Taylor to find her man but then also it's like oh her music though like we're gonna need some vault stuff sister we need some of that journaling you've been doing we need some song you know she's been writing a lot of songs it ain't like that but honestly my favorite three albums she put out she she put out when she wrote was with joe Mm -hmm. so i mean for better or worse because i think she has the like ability to take a specific feeling regardless of whether or not it's something she's feeling but a like a isolated thought yeah. or like she's a storyteller intention she right and she can create a whole image around yep. that she can create so. a whole fairy tale scenario and she's very talented in that way too yeah i don't think her music like people are freaking out her music isn't gonna stop now if they break up it'll be a good album and i bet oh. you it'll be a football bop like it's gonna be oh, so yeah. good everybody's gonna be playing at every tailgate so he better be real careful with that oh yeah but i'm like Hey, this was good for the NFL. Do you see the Travis Kelsey jerseys are like way up and like I'm like four hundred percent. He's yeah. gotten like four hundred thousand yeah. followers. I think he yeah the his jersey sales skyrocketed. Wait, wasn't he at two point nine million when they first came out, and now he's at three point five? I'm pretty positive. I saw something circulate. Maybe I wouldn't I'm be like, surprised. Get it. But they they neither one strikes me as like. I'm, he does not strike me as he's using her. I don't think. I mean, I know, you know, whatever. He's already famous. He's one of the most famous players in yeah. the NFL. He has like, nothing to gain by getting a bunch of Swifties. Let's be real. No. Like he, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't make sense. I'm like, no grown man just wants a bunch of, a bunch of Swifties. Swifties. What I will say <laughs> Although is. Although they ride really hard, but if he screws her over, you better believe he's going to drop down to like 
14 followers. They're like, we all hate you. Even people that didn't even come to you for Taylor, like they're all going to hate you. So on New Heights, (laughs) their podcast Uh on the last episode, there's like this, you, there's this like unique crossover that's happening. So they had a whole section of um, questions that Swifties submitted. Yeah. So to help them understand what football is. So they were like, can you tell me what it, it, like, what is a down? And so they they were reading through the questions and answering them, explaining like what all these, the terminology was for football and stuff. And I was like, this is so sweet. Like, I love this. So then, I mean, I need to listen and brush up. There's some stuff. I just cheer when everybody else around honestly, me is cheering. Honestly, the way Jason was explaining it, I was like. Made well, sense? Yes. Yeah. I was like, wow, that is, because there's like some nuanced things that like yeah. maybe are kind of confusing, but I was like. Oh, just got to look for people wearing the same it. color as you. And when they start, <laughs> like when, they, if they say, oh no, that's when you, you got to look a little frightened oh, or like, no. yeah, just pick up the social cues yeah. around you. Like, yeah. ooh, but Taylor, Taylor knew what was up. Oh, she knew what was Taylor up. Taylor knew that game. Um, And so. Anyways, my favorite like genre, I've talked about it before recently, I think, of like entertainment is watching men discover Taylor Swift music on TikTok mm. and they watch the lyric videos and they react and they like dissect the like the meaning behind it. The premium entertainment. I mean, there's like sure, nothing yeah. that makes me happier. Um, Taylor's songs could literally be a movie. Like they really could. They're very oh. telling. And like you said, even the invisible string situation, it's like you could have a whole ass movie. And you have these, about these men that are like, they used to like give her shit or like they just thought like yeah. she was just what you hear on the radio. And they're like, oh my God, I'm like a male Swifty. Like they're no, totally converted. Have come to respect. Even I have said that I've eaten my words. I never hated her ever. Never. I went to her concerts before. You just weren't never, like crazy. But I wasn't like, oh my God, she's so great. Like, but I've never ever said she wasn't talented in songwriting, telling stories and her wording. Like she's obviously very talented. Yeah. But I will tell you again, I told you a few months ago, I told y'all, I've really come around to like being a genuine fan, not like a, eh, like a, I appreciate her and respect her so much more as an artist. And yeah. she gives back so much and how she runs her shows. Like and how the can you not respect loyalty somebody to like her that. fans? Because she does, there's nothing worse than supporting some celebrity or a musician and they're assholes and they don't care about their fans. I'm like, sister, did you forget where you came from? Because you hear about some of these, it's a lot of females and people are like, oh my God, I met her and she was such a bitch. And you're like, that's really sad because you got here to this day to be in this position of me wanting to meet you because of all of us. And then you're Mm -hmm. like sticking your nose up. Okay. Bye. Right. No, she is true to who she is. And so anyways, now my joy is just expanded because now we have all these like football, um, pro- like related programs or, um, podcasts that are like talking about Taylor Swift and they're talking about her music and her stardom. So I was watching, um, one on YouTube earlier and the guy was like, I mean, people are talking like Taylor or like, uh, Travis is winning the lotto with this. And he's like, the NFL is more famous than Taylor Swift. I saw that. And, um, so the guys doing the show with him were like, mm, I don't, I don't know. And so they were comparing followers, comparing net worths. It's like, okay, Travis is worth, I think they said like $30 million is mm-hmm. his net worth. A nice net worth. Yeah. Successful. Not mad about it. She's worth 772 million. And after right. the, and that's pre-eras. <laughs> right. so like after the eras, she's projected to be worth like 1.3 billion. I was just about to say, she's already in the yeah. billions. So, and people were like, no way. Like freaking out. And then they were like, well, fo- like followers, right? That's an mm-hmm. indication of like fame and brand recognition, whatever. And they're like, obviously Travis has less, but like the NFL has got to have more than Taylor Swift. Well, the NFL had like 28 million yeah. and Taylor has, I think like 200 270 oh. million right so it was it was so funny it was like such a like humbling moment yeah, for these men sure. to realize that she is a fucking beast but think about this okay if you ask a five-year-old who is taylor swift they know who taylor swift is it doesn't matter yeah it does, fisher would probably know just in passing like but he doesn't he's know heard her name yeah yeah but if i ask him what's the nfl he wouldn't know yeah okay so if you ask a 90 year old person who is taylor swift they're they would maybe know they probably know. Probably know. And then they'll probably know the NFL. And then in our in our area, in the middle aged whatever's like yeah. kids I feel like Taylor's wait there's no questions asked. 
And everybody knows Taylor's name. International. Right. Do you think freaking damn Europe cares about our NFL? No, they play football. You're right. They're pissed that we call it football and it's not They're like, not it's football. soccer. Y'all are yeah. dumb anyway. Like, y'all don't even have the right ball. I'm not even acknowledging your NFL. They don't even know. They're like, y'all don't even know what ball to use. I know. Taylor's like, I do. Okay. I feel really good about this conversation. Yeah. And I'm sorry if you're not a Swifty. I will continue to be talking about this. So. Listen, I, like I said, I'm not a Swifty and I enjoy it. I, I, I'm I rooting for them. I'm rooting for you. <laughs> We're all rooting for you. So, good. so I, I, I hope that this, like you said, I hope it does pan out. I don't think it's anything too serious. I think it's great. I love it for her. I love it for him. I love it for all involved. It's all happy. She's a fall winter girl. We're coming into her season. She's about to be thriving, baby. Yeah. I mean, she has a whole football season. Look, things are coming to a close for her, right? Is she going to kind of stop touring a little bit or no? We're still on the road. She's She's gearing up for her international tour. Taylor, what are you doing? She's got a, it's a lull right now okay. because we're having to move her stages by boat. Got so, it. so we're in a little All bit 50 of probably. Yeah. Yeah. So we're in a little bit of a break, All right. but she's going to kick off the season with him. Guarantee but you. This is perfect. He's going to be busy traveling and um, playing football. She's going to be finishing up yep. her, her tour. And they can head over some R and R later in the in the year next year in the middle whatever. In twenty fourteen, I mean twenty twenty four. Twenty fourteen. I went back in time. <laughs> but you know, it's just going to be a year for love. I'm so. It's going to be nice. Yeah. All right. Well, let's we'll wait and see. We're on Taylor Watch. Tell, yeah. Telsey Watch. Speaking what of love, them? I don't know. We'll th- we'll think of something mm-hmm. good. But speaking of love, yeah. Um, love is Blind season five premiered this week. Did you watch? I watched the first four episodes. Don't tell me I'm going to watch. I won't tell you anything. What I will tell you is this group is boring with a capital B. However, okay, the last episode there were two uh, curveballs, okay, that have never been done before on the show. We have never seen this situation happen. I already know. <sighs> what? What do I'll you think? I'll tell you. I don't want to spoil it for people. Well, you're not. I won't confirm or deny, so you won't be spoiling it. Is it that people in the houses are interested in each other? Ooh, like. Like, like girls, girls related, yeah, yeah. like interested in girls. That's I, not it. I will neither confirm nor deny because oh, I didn't okay. want to spoil. Okay. On the show, I will I will confirm or deny off the show. Okay. Um, All right. But I need to watch it then. Immediately piqued my interest. I was like, sold. I'm, right. ba- I'm back in. All right. I just hate a boring love is blind. But you know what? Sometimes the ends get better because that's what happened a few seasons ago. You never I know. I feel like the pods, everything is hunky-dory it's and stupid, all yeah. roses in the pods. I can already tell you there's... The, the couples that are together, there's nobody that I thought I don't see them. Okay. They're they, predictable. They seem like predictable, good matches. One of them, um, one of the women, ugh, jury's out on her. I'm not sure. She, classic. I can't get too, emo- I don't really want to get emotional. The guy's like begging her to open up and get like, <sighs> okay, you know, introspective and like. God get, forbid you go on a show and open up to right, somebody to that the, that's the only way to communicate. Yeah. He's, but okay. He's like, it's between you and one other girl. And like, he was like, I really like you like more, but like, I just feel like we never really talk about anything of substance. Well, and she's like, deja vu from, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's just like oh. before. And so she's like, well, why would I want to do that? She was like, we're just going to get old and we need to have fun together. So I need, I'd rather spend this time knowing that I'm going to have fun with you. And he's like, I need to know who you are. And like, also, if you don't have anything after you end up dating somebody because you feel like you told them all this stuff and you're not going to have fun, then you sound like a party foul. Yeah. I don't even know why I said that. You sound like not a good time. Ew. Yeah. Very weird. weird. But like no, no mean girls like the mm. last season. Nothing like no drama like that, which I kind of appreciate. The thirst monsters. Yeah. So Where are they at? Anyways. Tampa? Houston. Houston. Oh, which, that's right. Houston. Yeah. Yeah. Like they've had so many. And of course, fucking Nick and Vanessa, but they've already had these seasons recorded. So mm. we can only hope that maybe they get somebody else I to do the I reunion. I saw them in Tampa and I was like, I swear to God, if I see someone that I knew in they Tampa, have. I'm going to die. They've already recorded Houston, Charlotte, and Tampa. Mm. They've had these recorded forever. It's kind of crazy that they're like staggering them out like this. But anyways, Mm. that's the deal. Um, So Love is Blind. We're going to be talking about that too because we love that. And I caught up on Southern Charm, which is just like a hot fucking mess. Ooh, I can't wait. It's tonight. It's tonight, baby. Is it? Thursday. I, I still stand by the fact that I don't like Paige. Oh, I hate Paige. Are you kidding me? I do not like Paige at all. Not even a little bit. I feel like Paige, I would really like her in person. Character Paige on TV. I don't know. Paige, I've 
don't know. I mean, I don't know her, but people don't have great things to say about her when they meet her. So love Craig this season. Austin's a liar. He definitely did what they're accusing him of doing. I don't want to spoil anything for y'all, but if you didn't watch last last week, y'all need to watch. He definitely is being all shady and he's a dumb liar. He's an idiot. And I don't like him. Shep needs to grow up. Taylor needs to chill out. We need to do like every five episodes, do like a Patreon, like recap. We do. Yeah. Up or something or mm-hmm. like once a month. I don't know. Yep. But All right. well, this is great. Love you. Fun. Thanks for the distraction from my bleeding. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Basically Famous, available on YouTube and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave us some words of affirmation. And don't forget to call or text the hotline at 919-867-6776 for your chance to be basically famous. XOXO!